Hey folks, this is Rudy with RPG Retrofit. Today's going to be a call-in show. It's, it's a rainy Sunday afternoon, so that sounds like the perfect thing to do before we go grab some lunch. Right, Isabel? Yeah. All right, let's go. What's up, dude? I'm listening to your episode four uh, Retrofit podcast. Oh, this is, this is Eric, your pal from the old game group that you uh, talk about sometimes. And I was thinking uh, either you or uh, I could come on as a guest and we could talk about a cautionary tale of mashing two different game systems together. And my cautionary tale would be that Conspiracy X game mashed together with Delta Green where Conspiracy X, you were like, there's this part for building out some super base to or something. And then I tried to shoehorn that into Delta Green where it sort of broke the entire vibe, and I don't think we ever played another game because uh, of that shoehorning of two incomplete of two systems that don't match. Anyway, cool show. Catch you later. Bye, pal. Hey, what's up, Eric? Uh, this is my old friend from high school, and we, uh, we've been playing since high school and going to conventions since we were, you know, teenagers in high school. And so, um, yeah, we have a long history together playing, and we did a podcast together for a little bit. Electric Cardboard Mayhem, which we talked about uh, board games and video games. Back when, like, podcasts were always super long. So we only did a few episodes, but it was so much work. And um, now podcasts can be super short. It's great. (laughs) But back then, every podcast you would hear was, like, two and a half hours long. And that just sounds like such a nightmare now. Anyways, Eric, great call. Thank you, man. Thanks for listening. Um, Let's definitely do a show together again. I remember that Delta Green game, yeah, and I remember the focus was on the base building, which I guess was that other system you're talking about. And it was cool, but maybe back then it didn't click for us. I feel like that could work now. Um, I don't know. You know, like now it doesn't sound like a weird mashup at all. But I guess sometimes like when those things are so like at odds with each other, like the systems are kind of at odds. Maybe it doesn't work for a reason, you know, but I really don't remember. I just remember us not playing again after that. Like we had a whole session of putting together our base and a little bit of, you know, chit chat about the world. But I don't remember us ever really getting back to it. But we had some good times, man. So uh, great call for me. I can't remember. I'd have to think about I'll have to think about if I've ever tried to do some mashups that were terrible. Um, I remember when I was really young, I think I was sick, like like for a week, like out of school, sick for a week and watching a lot of TV. And I remember being like super into this idea of taking a, there was like an episode of Simon and Simon or what was the other show like that? Simon and Simon or Riptide. I can't remember which show it was either Riptide or Simon and Simon where I watched the episode and it was just a weird episode where there was like a community theater and, you know, somebody got murdered and I was like, this would be a great Buck Rogers adventure. And so I, 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 I wish I could find that notebook. I remember taking all these notes, like writing out this adventure based off this ridiculous um, episode of either Simon and Simon or Riptide. It's the show where it's like two brothers where they don't look anything alike and they're, and they're cruising around on yachts a lot or speedboats. So maybe that's Simon and Simon. Anyways. That probably would have been a bad mashup <laughs> if it would have ever come to fruition. But I think it lived and died in a notebook. Anyways, awesome call. Thank you. Uh, let's do this again. Uh, let's get back into it. Okay, another call. Here we go. 
Hey Rudy, uh, Josh Beckelheimer here. Um, that's cool that you uh, brought up on the um, pamphlet jam because I actually participated in that with Escape from Castle Igor, my little um, single player survival game. All it is is single, six sided die. You just roll it up on these little random tables and you uh, collect your points and see how far you can get before you die because it's very difficult to win but very rewarding if I have ever won and I haven't yet but I know it's possible but probably not likely but yeah it's cool man that you uh, started that up I'll have to go through and check out all those again it's been a long time since I checked out those pamphlet jams Hi, Josh. Thanks for the call. Uh, that's awesome that you uh, were in the uh, pamphlet jam also. Yeah, I didn't start it, but it was uh, Nate Treem of Tunnel Goons uh, who put it on. But um, I definitely, that's the first one that I got into. And um, yeah, that was super fun. I, I basically got to do uh, what I was working on for the Zine Quest uh, Kickstarter thing. I got to basically cannibalize it and get something made so um, I'll definitely I'm gonna go look up your uh, your entry and I'll, I'll give it a shot I'll try to play it that sounds cool I love solo stuff um, there's lots of great there's this game Iron Sworn I've been hearing about this big solo RPG uh, thing I guess you could do it solo you could do it group you can do it co-op um, but I guess it sounds like it's made like it'll run great solo this entire kind of like Nordic RPG experience um, there was one I think it was also in the pamphlet jam. Did you? I don't know if you checked it out. It was like the catacombs. I can't remember the full name. That's blanking on me. But it you mapped out these catacombs and um, it had a really cool artistic style to the way the guy was uh, showing you how you do your maps. Um, I'll, I'll I'll dig it up and I'll I'll throw it in the notes because um, it was really cool too. And that was also solo, so you sort of just. Um, would go into these catacombs, try to get some treasure, and uh, get out. But anyways, great to hear from you, Josh. Um, thank you for listening. And um, I look forward to hearing from your uh, show and uh, hope you uh, check out uh, future episodes. Thank you. All right, let's do another call. It looks like we got Jason on the line. Oh, sorry to interrupt you, Jason. Um, I l went to the uh, itch page for the pamphlet jam, and the one I was talking about is called Mapping the Catacombs by Matthew Madsen. That was great. Anyways, I'm going to look for your adventure, Josh. I can't wait. And Jason, take it away. Hey, Rudy. This is Jason from Nerds RPG Variety Cast. I warned you I'd call again. So some very cool setting ideas. Really enjoyed them. I'm going to try to put this all in one message. Mark Bishop is a great author. I do love his modules. I love DCC. Um, yeah, and I think there's really something to the idea of designing things around one-night adventures. They don't have to be one-shots as far as you never, you, you know, they're not continuing a continuing storyline or episodes in the characters' lives. I'd really love to run an episodic game in a game where, like, leveling isn't as big a deal. So you can play, you know, games that are years apart in the characters' lives. Um, but yeah, being able to finish that that's that adventure in one night is important. The other thing I want to mention is I always worry about rain and packages. I get most of my stuff sent to a PO box just because I don't want it left on my doorstep and get wet or get destroyed by the UPS guy. So take care. Talk to you later. Thanks for the call, Jason. Um, that's, I like that idea of, um, episodic play. Um, 
kind of looking past and just one shots. Cause you know, I guess when I think of one shots, I do think of these sort of individual non-connected games, you know, and that's usually like us trying on a new system or, Oh, we don't have enough people for our main, you know, D and D game. Let's play uh, a, a one shot of blades in the dark, something like that. Um, but instead of doing that, it can work. I, I do like that idea of the sort of an episodic thing where it's the same, system same characters sometimes but it could be different points in time kind of like you know the conan books how the conan stories were as they came out you know sometimes conan would be super old <laughs> sometimes he would be a young rogue sometimes he'd be an old king and there was really no rhyme or reason to it it's probably just like whatever uh howard felt like writing at the time and that could be kind of cool something like that um i guess the one thing that might be an issue is um, like levels and you know if you're playing in a, in a traditional kind of game where you got to worry about leveling and all that stuff it, it might be a thing also though like if you're playing you know open table that kind of works too um, when you sort of keep it episodic because you don't know which players and which characters are going to be there uh, at your session so yeah great call thanks jason uh let's see i got another one as far as the jams, they're great. I am going to participate in more jams. I definitely am. I put myself up on itch just for free because I don't want to get into anything where I'm trying to monetize or anything, any issues, because I don't always respect. Well, I won't say I don't respect copyrights, but maybe I don't um, research as much as I should. So it's better if it's up there for free than if I'm trying to make money off stuff. But my goon jam submission, I'm a little embarrassed by. It's the first thing I published like that, and I need to go back and clean it up. So maybe wait. A day or two before you download it or download it again after a day or two because I'm gonna go back and clean it up and make it a little bit better um, but I also have basics my game for the art anchorites person artist a month that's up on HIO my site too but yeah I'm definitely gonna do some more jams I think that encouraging that creativity is great like you say and um, yeah anything to encourage creativity is a good thing so I'll talk to you later you're doing a great job I got two more episodes so I'll probably call you again today yeah game jams are great Jason um... I probably sign up for way more than I actually participate in, but I'm, I'm happy. I'm, I'm proud of what I've uh, actually done. And uh, it's all about finishing stuff because all the stuff I've, all the projects that I've half done or quarter done or researched or done tons of notes on, I don't really feel much pride in any of that stuff because it's not, it didn't go anywhere. Nobody ever saw it. So um, <clears throat> when I actually do finish these things, it feels great. So I, I will look, I will wait a little bit on yours and then I will check it out. Thank you. Got another one. And Rudy waited and waited and waited for that follow-up to that call, Jason. I didn't get it. Um, so I don't know if it didn't get sent or if I lost it somehow. But the next message I have from you is uh, about the Star Frontiers episode. Uh, Dark Tower, I never played it. My friends have played it and had it. And it was kind of like a, a rumored um, like artifact, you know, hearing about it. Did you see uh, Restoration Games, the folks who uh, put out Fireball Island, and they've done a couple of other cool uh, re-releases and kind of redos of classic games. And next year, early next year, maybe January, they're doing a Kickstarter for Dark Tower. Um, it looks pretty cool. They, they posted up an image the other day um, of the new tower. It looks very futuristic and, and crazy. Um, and it should be cool. I, I think there is a like a flash or a, you know a web version 
of the tower, but nothing like like uh, user friendly to somebody like me who's never played it. So I'm pretty sure I looked I looked it up and I found something, but it's wasn't it just like lights, flashing lights? It was kind of it was kind of um, I don't know if it translates to much if you don't know the game or have the actual game. But I think there was like a workaround. Like if you've got the game and the tower's dead, you can use this weird app to um, sort of fill in. But anyways, it looks great. So I'm excited for the new one. I probably won't back it myself, but I know a couple of people who are definitely backing it. So I'll get to play it. All right, last call. This is from Jason about Star Frontiers. Hey, Rudy. Jason here, Nerds RPG Variety Cast. Yeah, man, Star Frontiers, cool game. I remember from back in the day. Didn't play it a whole lot, but, but definitely had it. Um, but I can still have it. So, yeah, I've never played that module. I think you have some really good ideas there. Yeah, there's definitely some railroad aspects to some of those older modules, aren't there? Well, some new modules have railroad aspects, too. But, yeah, definitely break the railroad stuff up. So, great ideas. Appreciate to listen to it. I look forward to the next one. Oh, thank you for the listen, Jason. Um... Yeah, railroading. I've been very guilty of that in the past. I guess my style has just changed. Um, but I um, uh, I appreciate what um, our forefathers in the hobby have done for us. And, and some of these old modules are crazy wide open, like, you know, Caves of Chaos. Like, what do you do with that? Like, that might be the other end of the spectrum, like, to me. Like, oof, like, I don't know where to go um, with some of these big, sprawling old ones. But... It's fun, man. It's fun to analyze all this stuff. So anyways, uh, thank you for all the calls, everybody. Um, please hit me up on the Anchor app or on the Anchor website. I'll put the link in the show notes and leave me a message. And I look forward to hearing from everybody next time. All right. Take care. <laughs>